Hey, Jericho. Hey. How exciting was last week? It was so good. Roxanne Gay's interview was so interesting and cool. This week we have Gwyneth Paltrow. Can you believe it? No. I'm excited. I can't believe it. But first we need to talk about ZipRecruiter. Remember when I recruited you? Yeah. I tried for years. Actually, you really did? You I, stoked me like I, a crazy person. I tried a nasty gal. I followed you when you were working for a fashion publication unit. I wish I had at that time. Yeah. ZipRecruiter. Why? ZipRecruiter is different. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 job sites with just one click. Their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anybody else. And instead of the candidates coming to you, ZipRecruiter finds the candidates. So over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. A day. 24 hours is a day, right? Yeah, that is a day. Oh, would you say 12? (laughs) No juggling emails or calls to your office, resumes without cover letters. Mm -mm. Uh, Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. For free, just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash girlboss. That's Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R dot com slash girlboss. Success. It's such a complicated idea, and yet for so long, we've all collectively subscribed to a single definition of the word, which was likely given to us by a white-haired dude somewhere in a boardroom in the 1960s. And there's nothing wrong with that definition, with the notion of climbing a corporate ladder with a singular focus. But it's time to make space for a few other definitions, for side hustles and well-being and failing forward, and for the idea that success is a wild ride, not the destination at the end of it. Join me for a journey into the lives of women who are redefining success and paving the way for others with grit and grace. I'm Sophia Amoruso, the founder and CEO of Girlboss Media, and this is Girlboss Radio. Coming up on today's episode of Girlboss Radio, you're going to hear a conversation with the incredibly smart and talented Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth was born into Hollywood royalty, the daughter of Hollywood producer-director Bruce Paltrow and Tony Award-winning actress Blythe Danner. So it's no surprise that Gwyneth ended up being an actor. I grew up sitting on the floor watching my mother rehearse plays, and she was so in her element, and she was so feminine and powerful and imaginative. And I mean, it was indelible. It was so inspiring. And so I wanted to do that. But perhaps it was a surprise when she decided to launch women's lifestyle brand Goop, which started as a weekly newsletter where Gwyneth could share her unbiased travel recommendations, recipes, and shopping discoveries with friends, while getting some of her own questions about health and mindfulness answered at the same time. I had this dream of building some kind of lifestyle something. And because I love to cook, I love to travel, and I love to explore new things. And I had no idea how I would get there. And so I just sort of started with this naive kind of earnest newsletter. Now, nearly a decade later, it's a household name and a polarizing one at that. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the criticism. And man, there's been a lot of negative things said about her and Goop. We've had like a couple months 
where it's just been brutal. You're almost like, well, this just isn't about us because we're very clear about what we're doing. We're, we stand behind everything we do. Some of the feedback is valid and a lot seems to have a pointed agenda behind it. And he can't help but wonder if the same style of vitriol would be leveled at a man running a similar company. I had a couple days over the last three months where I was like, fuck it. This is so deeply unfair. And I wish that people would actually like read the article or do their homework before they are vitriolic about it. You know, because a lot of times it's not even addressing like what's on the website. We'll explore all of this and get Gwyneth's take on both the controversy and her journey to this point. And we'll also find out from Gwyneth what's next from here. But first, I'd like to invite my partner in crime to the stage, editorial director of Girlboss Media, Jericho Mandiburk. Jericho. Hey, mate. Thanks for traveling down Wilshire Boulevard to find us here. I always get motion sickness on the way here. Yeah, so take these sweet suburban route past these like really nice houses. Because you you're not the one driving. Yeah, I'm in the back. Have you ever driven a car? I went for my like driving test once, but I kind of like went through the intersection when I was supposed to be waiting for the other cars and I failed instantly. Oh. I want to talk about something a little bit risque. Mm. pornography. That's okay. Do you talk about your porn watching habits or lack thereof with your friends? Um, Not really. On Goebbels.com this week, we're talking about how open or maybe not open women are about talking about how much they watch porn. Because depending on what studies you read, the results are like crazy different. So in women's magazines, it's like, oh, you know, 40% of women um, watch porn like every week. And then According to like other survey results, which interestingly, it's like 8% of women watch porn at all. So I'm not a sociologist, but what that tells me is that women are watching porn, but they're not necessarily admitting to it. It's kind of personal. It's super personal. (laughs) But also like, I don't know if guys think it's that personal. They talk about it a lot. So we talked to four women mm-hmm. on girlboss.com mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about their relationship with porn. Tell me about it. One woman was like kind of more conservative and she was like, I really worry about the women in the porn, which, you know, is valid. But then another woman was like, she would probably say that that was a bit like slut shaming and she was more like, no, we need to destigmatize sex work. And then, you know, the industry will be better, like the standards will be better and we won't have to worry about anyone because everyone will be respected. So I'm in that camp. I mean, people are treated like shit and groped in offices. So mm-hmm. you know that no matter how legal or regulated something is, there's always going to be people misbehaving, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think that the women in porn need as much like respect and support as possible and then hopefully the standards will be raised of like the porn itself as well as their working conditions and, you know, I mean, everything. It's just kind of common sense to me. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it was really interesting hearing from them and also it reminds me it's kind of not addressed in the article, but, um, you know, John Ronson? Uh, Do you no. know who that is? Okay, so he's I know like, that name. Yeah, he's like this British author and he's really clever and he has a podcast too and he was talking about how the SEO search results kind of world of porn and how it's changed porn so much. So like it used to be they had really cute and creative titles mm-hmm. like in the 90s and now they just have like SEO titles and the, the industry is suffering because of the internet basically. Like it's less like whimsical it's less whimsical like it used to be like he was talking about one called women of influence and yeah now it's just like random words stuck together like cheerleader orgy milf 
like there was a day Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> Edward Penis Hands is like a classic. And the cover of it, you can look like you can Google it. It's really cute because it's literally gross. got the can makeup you, and everything. That's like a five-year-old's Thanksgiving turkey project. Like nobody, that's it's not gross. Not even I don't even think guys would be into that. Do you have any other good porn names? Just while we're at it, I'm thinking girl boobs. <laughs> Girlboobs.com. <laughs> You've got that right. No, we, we I should. It. I can should. We buy it? Side project. That's my third so business. New hustle. <laughs> yeah. Jericho, thanks for that enlightening conversation. We're going to jump to a word from our partners now. Awesome. We're here to talk about Wink. Wink has been a partner on Girl Boss Radio for such a long time. I feel very fortunate to have them as uh, one of our partners. They are an incredible wine delivery service. So with Wink, you can take a quiz about your wine palette Wink will recommend really interesting wines customized to your palate, and they are shipped directly to your door every month. So none of your time is wasted running to the store or building up your biceps or traps carrying too many wine bottles. You get to keep your demure figure uh, having wine delivered right to your door. Um, And no guesswork on what's inside or behind that pretty label. You can join for free. You can skip any month mm-hmm. and cancel any time, and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, so you never pay for a bottle that you don't like. And you want to know what Wink is offering now? Yes. Right now, Wink is offering listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com slash girlboss. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash girlboss, and they will even cover the cost of shipping those heavy bottles directly to your front door. That's trywink, trywink.com slash girlboss to get $20 off your first order now, plus complimentary shipping. Trywink.com slash girlboss. So last week, we pronounced M.M. Lafleur as M.M. Lafleur, and it's actually not M.M. Lafleur, and it sounds so much better with your accent. So every time I talk about M.M. Lafleur, I'm going to have you say it with your Australian accent because it just sounds so much better. M.M. Lafleur. Right? M.M. Lafleur is a women's workwear brand whose mission is to take the work out of dressing for work. The best way to experience M.M. Lafleur <laughs> is through their bento box. So basically, you get a personalized box with four to six wardrobe items. So dresses, skirts, tops, knits, and a few accessories that a M.M. Lafleur stylist handpicks just for you. And once your bento arrives, which is what they call the box that comes in the mail with your pre-selected items, you have four days to try everything at home before they even charge you. So it's like having a fitting room in your home and not having to walk around the awful floor of the department store and then getting locked out of your dressing room and then finding fuzz bunnies. Shipping is free both ways with M.M. Lafleur. And it's not a subscription service, so there's no commitment. To try a bento, visit www.mmbento.com. That's www.mmbento.com. Shipping is free both ways, and there's really no commitment. 